Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time to wake up. <laughs> It's five, and we're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show, your early morning shot of sports on 95.7 The Game. Oh, yes, it is the pregame show. I am Joe Spadoni. Thanks for joining us on this beautiful Thursday morning. For just getting off your graveyard shifts, for just getting into work. If you're getting into your car, dropping off the little one, going to school, or if you're just on the Odyssey app at home, you're an early riser, working out, going on your morning run, thanks for joining us. It's not raining this morning, thankfully, even though we can use some more rain out there. But Thursday's the best day of the week. You know why Thursday's the best day of the week? You can have your Fridays, your Saturdays, and your Sundays, but Thursday... That's when football begins. And we got football tonight, ladies and gentlemen. You won't want to miss Jacoby Brissett hosting Mitch Trubisky as the Browns take on the Steelers on Thursday Night Football. Huh? That gets you up, right? Gets the blood flowing. God, even the ugliest NFL matchup. We're all going to be locked in. We got Kirk Kerb- Street. Al Michaels. It's an Amazon Prime game. We're still feeling our way through there. I like it, personally. I like the tandem. Mixed reviews I saw, if you're just looking on Twitter. But I've always been a Herb Street guy. Al Michaels, obviously, a legend in the business. And just the quality. If you have a smart TV, just, oh, it's just so perfect. Crystal clear. And you would hope all the broadcasts would be like that at one point, and I'm sure they will be. It's just only a matter of time. Once Jeff Bezos got into the biz, you know he was going to change some things. For the better, so far. By the way, Jeff Bezos, maybe future owner of the Phoenix Suns, Robert Sarver, who, as you know, was recently suspended by the league for sexual misconduct allegations. Uh, he's going to sell the team, it looks like. He's looking for buyers, and he's looking to sell the Phoenix Suns and the Phoenix Mercury, his WNBA team. So NBA, obviously right around the corner too. The Warriors, hey, they opened up media day this Sunday. I know some of our 95-7th game employees will be over there talking to the players, the coaching staff. That's fun. 
Ugh, it's nothing like NBA and NFL at the same time. Can't wait for that to start. They're in Japan next week. They're taking on the Washington Wizards, I believe, September 30th. That's our first game. We'll broadcast that live here on 95.7 The Game. I think it'll be about 3 a.m. next Friday morning. So lock in. If you have that graveyard shift, you will hear Warriors Vox Tim Roy on these airways on 95.7 The Game. So can't wait for that. But back to football. Brown Steelers tonight. Like I said, ugliest quarterback matchup in th- this weekend, I would say, without even looking at the rest of the games. Brissett v. Trubisky. Not the sexiest names. Both one and one. But we'll be locked in. And that's just what the NFL has over us. We'll be locked in for whatever reason, for fantasy purposes, for betting purposes. You'll just be locked in. It's the NFL. They're king. They'll always be king. It's just funny. When you're watching football and you had Justin Herbert last week and Patrick Mahomes and you go from Mahomes and Herbert, two top five quarterbacks in the league, to Brissett and Trubisky. All right. I'm going to stop hammering on these guys. They don't deserve it. They're NFL quarterbacks. But the, And it's not just me. Vegas has this game at over under 38.5 points. It's going to be cold in Cleveland, windy. Not going to be a lot of scoring. It's just going to be ugly all around. It's going to be an ugly all around game. A game I don't expect to be ugly all around is the 49ers and Broncos from Mile High on Sunday Night Football. That is going to be the primetime game of the week, not the Brown Steelers, not Cowboys and Giants on Monday Night Football. It's going to be the 49ers and Broncos. You got all the storylines you could want in this game. You got Russell Wilson playing the 49ers as a Denver Bronco, not a Seattle Seahawk. You got Jimmy Garoppolo making his first start since the NFC Championship game lost to the Rams after Trey Young, your hot shot second-year quarterback, went down for the year with an ankle injury. Get well soon, Trey. Surgery went well. And here's hoping he will make a speedy recovery and may be back for start of training camp next season. But this Sunday night football game matchup, easily the sexiest game of the week if you look at the slate. Easily. We don't know what to expect, but we kind of should, right? Jimmy Garoppolo, the 49ers, they've won. Every time he goes out the field, they, it seems like they just win. They find a way. In spite of Jimmy, eh, maybe, occasionally. But I'm not, I'm not here to dog on Jimmy Garoppolo. He's a good quarterback. He can win you some games here and there. He's not always going to be the reason. Most of the time, he's not going to be the reason. It'll be your running game. Expect a heavy dose of Jeff Wilson Jr. Hopefully George Kittle's back. He was limited yesterday in practice. That is huge. But let me know what you think at 888 You can call in. That's also the text line at 888-957-9570. Comcast Business text line. Always open for business. But I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm a guru right now. I'm excited. This is the... If you were looking for storylines around the league this season, I think the Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo was probably at the top. Will they stick with Trey? Jimmy's waiting in the wings. Let's pan to the sidelines. There he is. He's so handsome. He's on the subway commercials. Trey Lance goes down. Now we got Jimmy Garoppolo in there. What to expect? More of the same, I think, you've been seeing the last few years. Maybe a couple new wrinkles here and there. Jimmy talked about it post-game called a couple plays he wasn't uh hadn't played before hadn't done before i should say 
So that's fun. I, I don't want to see him uh, designed runs for Jimmy Garoppolo. I'll say that, like we saw last week against the Seahawks. That's a nightmare uh, situation if you get Jimmy Garoppolo to hurt and he's out for the year or at least a few games. Then you got Brock Purdy in there. Rookie quarterback, that's tough. You don't want that. So let's protect Jimmy Garoppolo as best we can. Utilize that run game. Lean on that defense. And I think the Niners easily come away with the victory this Sunday night. I know a lot of Niner fans, especially some here at the station, who are on air, they're they're very concerned about this game. Not just because Russell Wilson, Jerry Judy, he's looking like he'll be on track to play this week. He's a threat, obviously. Cortland Sutton, he's a threat. They got a lot of a lot of injuries though still. Tim Patrick, Patrick Sertain. They just and the Broncos just haven't looked good. That's the problem. They just they looked flaccid opening week. Russ looked shook. Hackett looked shook week one. They didn't know what they were doing. Fumbling the ball. Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon both fumbling at the goal line. They fumbled that game away with the sixty five yard kick from Brandon McManus. Second week, yeah, they beat the Houston Texans who tied the Colts their first week. We don't know. I Texans are the worst team in the league so far, from what I've seen. They just they don't have the talent yet. Davis Mills, we'll see. We'll see. Probably so far the second best quarterback of that draft class so far. Not saying too much because it just ha- hasn't really looked good. You haven't seen Trey Lance. You haven't really seen much from Zach Wilson yet. He's been hurt a lot. Trevor Lawrence looking like the bona fide stud that he is. Had a great game last week against the Colts. Lit it up. But there's a lot to get to in that game. We'll get to more of it later on in this hour. I am Joe Spadoni. This is the pregame show. As always, 888-957-9570. If you want to weigh in on the phone or on the text line, the Comcast Business text line. We're going to get to the Mike Florio interview that Bonte and Shasky had on the morning roast yesterday. He had some interesting thoughts on Kyle Shanahan, whether his talent evaluation is really up to snuff, if he should be on the hot seat if they don't make the playoffs this year, and Trey Lance's injury, whether he was to blame or not. So without further ado, Mike Florio joining the morning roast yesterday on 95.7 The Game. I'd rather talk to Mike Florio. Pro football talk, of course, Mike Florio. I missed Mike. He's a friend of the morning roast. I know. He started off on Rocky Roads. You know, he came back on the show and we're best friends again. Mike, good morning. What Welcome up, out Mike? to the roast. Joe Shad's going to butcher Bonte Hill. And I'm just going to ask you right off the bat. Right off the bat. How would you assess the way the 49ers handled the quarterback situation dating back to the offseason? Well, I mean, it's been a roller coaster. It's been unconventional. It's been bizarre. And ultimately, this was something that we said many times on TFT Live during training camp while the 49ers were waiting out the possibility of a starting quarterback being injured elsewhere and opening the door for a trade. There's a chance that the injury is going to happen in their own backyard to their own starting quarterback. And it ultimately did. Now, it happened after they abandoned the idea of trying to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. They kept him on a reduced contract for which he will make more and more money as he now plays. But sometimes things just have a way of working out. And maybe they needed to go through that process of trying to trade him to realize there wasn't going to be 
a real trade opportunity out there. Maybe Jimmy Garoppolo needed to understand that no one was going to beat down the door to try to sign him as the starter. And the best move for everyone was to be patient. And now he gets a chance to play the 49ers unless they sign him to a new contract before next March. Can't keep him from becoming a free agent. This is a win-win for the team and for him because without him around, it would have been Nate Sudfeld most likely still on the roster, mm. the, the guy who steps in for Trey Lance. So they've got a chance to salvage the season. He's got a chance to reignite another stage of his career, and it worked out well. And they didn't deliberately plan it this way, but they had to at least be thinking it somewhere in the back of their minds that, that this could happen. And it did. And now they're in much better shape than they would have been. Mike, let me ask you this, because you brought up Nate Southfield, and I wonder if Shanahan would have used Trey Lance the way he used him in the first two games of the season. Going back last year in Arizona, he ran the ball 16 times. Now, all of them's not quarterback design runs, but 16 rushes for the quarterback. Then we saw what happened in Chicago, and it wasn't a monsoon until the fourth quarter. I was at that game in Soldier Field. The rain was relatively light during the first three quarters, and yet we've seen Roquan Smith take shot after shot on him, and then, of course, against Seattle. Do you like the way Shanahan handled Trey Lance and utilized him uh, in those four games that he's played before he broke his ankle? Well, look, we saw him get injured last year. In the two games he started, he got injured in the preseason. The durability questions have been there, and that's the ultimate irony of the entire experiment with Trey Lance. They fell out of love with Jimmy Garoppolo fundamentally because he can't stay healthy. They can't trust him to stay healthy, and it turns your season upside down when your quarterback's gone for the entire year like he was in 2018 or 2020 when he suffers a week two ankle injury and he's gone for an extended stretch. And by the time he's able to go again, it's too late for it to make a difference. And now you get a guy who has a separate durability issue. Now, what can you do to protect and avoid a broken ankle? Those things can happen. It's unfortunate for the team. It's very unfortunate for the player. But this all gets back to the question of whether or not they made the right move when they decided to invest the resources in getting the third overall pick. They ultimately invested three first-round picks and a third-round pick in the player, Trey Lance. They could have drafted Justin Fields. They could have drafted Mac Jones. They didn't have to go up to number three. They did, and it's going to continue to resonate into next year and beyond. So I, I think you don't draft Trey Lance without planning to use him in a way that suits his talents. I just think the question they needed to ask themselves before they ever put his name on the card is this a guy that we want to have, knowing that we're going to use him in a way that subjects him to potential injury? So seeing how the players responded on the field, in the post-game locker room, seeing how the Vegas odds move and how the national narrative is completely shifted, the Niners are better with Jimmy Garoppolo, did they just botch this whole move up to get a quarterback thing and think that they could just stick a kid in there to replace Jimmy Garoppolo and try to quote-unquote win on the fly? Usually what happens when a team makes an all-in move for a franchise quarterback, they're already bad. They're trying to get better. They aren't established. They aren't on the brink of winning a Super Bowl. That's why I think the 49ers made their mistake by getting desperate by, and I believe, Firmly, they watched Super Bowl 55, Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes, and they knew that they failed to evaluate Mahomes in 2017 because, as Kyle Shanahan has admitted, he thought he was going to get Kirk Cousins in free agency the next year. Didn't even do the workup on Mahomes. And his good friend Chris Sims, who works with me now at NBC and on PFT Live, was telling him you need to take a look at Mahomes, and he didn't. Okay, that was mistake number one. Mistake number two, Tom Brady wants to come home, finish his career, 
with the 49ers. They said, no, thank you. We're sticking with Jimmy G. They see both of those guys squaring off in the Super Bowl, and then within a month or so after that, what do they do? They, they give up everything that they have to give up to move up to number three, knowing that they're not going to get Trevor Lawrence or Zach Wilson, content to have their pick of any of the next cut of quarterbacks. Yeah, I think that they overreacted. I think they got desperate. I think they just decided, screw it, we're going to go get somebody that's going to be better than Jimmy Garoppolo. And it puts so much pressure on Trey Lance. So much. He's the only one in all of this I feel sorry for because he didn't ask for it. He got drafted yeah. into it. It's a horrible situation for a guy to try to start his career in. And now the pressure on him next year is only going to be worse <laughs> because next year is the payoff year. It's now or never. And he's trying to recover from a broken ankle. It's going to be horrible for him next year. Mike, I, I find this a very fascinating int- uh, conversation be- for a variety of reasons. But going back to when they hired Lynch and Shanahan, part of it was this leaks, the leaks, the leaks, the leaks, and all the negative stuff that was coming out of Santa Clara and just the 49er front office, right? That's that's what was happening. And, and, and it was quiet for a long time. Now, people are saying, hey, it's because they're a box office team. Everyone wants to talk about them. But it feels like it's drip after drip after drip, whether it's the Mac Jones mm-hmm. thing, whether it's Jimmy and, and Matthew Stafford. I mean, there's so many different angles to this and all of the drama coming out. What do you make of all of the leaks and the drippage and the players celebrating and saying we're better, and what do you make all this? Well, well, the bottom line is it's a team that's very fascinating because it has a set of dynamics that other teams just don't. A team that had a Super Bowl one, ten point lead with seven minutes left. Not that I need to remind. Uh-huh. Thanks. Honest. We bring it up Twist every day, Mike. 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 We bring it up every day because we're now looking at Kyle Shanahan. But continue. We'll get to Shanahan in just a second. But, but, but the point. But the point is, it sets the context. Yes. It's yes. a team that has attracted attention. Yes. It's a team that is in this weird weird gap of are they good are they not good are they you know they're they're good because of kyle shanahan and john lynch but they're not great because of kyle shanahan and john lynch it reminds me of the saying that richard dent had about the bears of the 1980s they Mm. won a super bowl because of mike ditka and they won a super bowl (laughs) and only one super bowl because of mike ditka there's just something missing there there and 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 the question is and look, I'm not saying that Shanahan and Lynch should be on the hot seat, but the question is, are they capable of getting the team over the hump? And they're trying, I think, too hard to get the team over the hump, but it just makes for a fascinating team that is conducive to people wanting to know what's going on behind that curtain. Wow, Mike Florio, so, Pro Football Talk, well NBC, very well said yeah. on the morning rush right now, 95-7 game. Now, you've reported a lot of things about the 49ers. Some, some of the stuff we agree with, some of it we don't, but... I think the whole quarterback situation since he's gotten here, Shasky knows. I've been yelling from 2017. How do you not take Mahomes or or Watson in that draft number three overall? You take Watson and then you realize, oh snap, we need a quarterback because it's not going to be available. Let's trade for Jimmy. Let's be honest, Jimmy was a gift to them from Bill Belichick. Now that Jimmy is back under center, should we recalibrate our expectations? Should it now be, hey, this team has a Super Bowl roster? Trey Lance is holding it back. They should be able to go contend for a Super Bowl again. Should that be the expectation again now that Jimmy Garoppolo's under center? I don't know that it should be the expectation, but it's not unreasonable to hope for that outcome. Because, yes, it is a Super Bowl-ready team, and that was the big risk that the team was taking by turning the reins over to Trey Lance. Because here's a guy who's learning on the fly, trying to get to his ceiling. We don't know what his ceiling is. They don't know what his ceiling is. That's true of any quarterback yeah. who was drafted in round one. For every guy that turns out to be great, there's a bust. Look at 2018. You had 
Baker Mayfield, where is he right now? Yeah. Donald, where is he right now? You've got uh, uh, Josh Allen, who's the best of all of them. You've mm-hmm. got Lamar Jackson, who looked like he was going to be the best of all of them. You've got Josh Rosen, who's languishing on the Browns practice squad right now. So, you know, it's going to work for some guys and it's not going to work for others. But I think the, the bigger question that teams need to ask themselves, are we putting these young kids in a position where – they can naturally thrive. And I think the deck's been stacked against Trey Lance from day one. He comes through the door with a guy who took the team to a Super Bowl. He sits on the bench while that guy almost takes him to another Super Bowl. And then all of a sudden, he's given the keys. But, oh, by the way, you're going to have a backseat driver. The guy that we got rid of, we're still keeping him around. And now next year, I doubt that Jimmy Garoppolo is still going to be on the team next year. But who the hell knows at this point? <laughs> but next year has is, is, is got to be the year. And, you know, you can look at it and say, hey, all right, fine, it's a ton of pressure on Trey Lance, but if he can't handle this, he can never handle the pressure of conference championship game or Super Bowl. But but still, you know, some quarterbacks, plenty of quarterbacks get a chance to develop without that weight of the world mm. on them. And I, it's just not fair to Trey Lance. I feel bad for him. I almost feel like whether he needs a fresh start somewhere else Ugh. to ever become the best quarterback he can be, as given all the weird stuff that's gone on it, in two years. Isn't it interesting that we, myself included, Mike, I, I'm at the front of this saying, hey, he's in the best situation to succeed. He's got uh, you know a great playmakers and a great defense and a good offensive coach, and they, they run the ball really well. And it almost feels like all of the success and everything around him and the expectations actually worked against him and right. sped the process of criticism up. And it, it seems almost ridiculously unfair now, or am I just playing the results card? No, I mean, you're right. You look at it and say, hey, he's in the best position to succeed. The other mm. side of that coin is, oh, you're in the best position to succeed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's on you. I remember last year we were led to believe that there was going to be a Trey Lance package in every yeah. game. And right. Then all of a sudden Kyle Shanahan abandoned it. And, and he was trying to be kind of cute and coy. Well, I never really said I was going to do it in the regular season. Well, why did you create? I mean, what, what, how does that help? Right? I, it's just, it was just a weird move where I think he knew that Trey Lance just wasn't ready and he didn't want to entrust the offense to him even on a part-time basis. And he didn't want to undermine Jimmy Garoppolo. And he made the decision at some point, we're just going all in with Jimmy G. And who knows what would have happened if Trey Lance hadn't gotten injured. At some point, does he just go all in with Jimmy G anyway? Who knows? I, I wasn't believing this notion that Jimmy was only ever going to be the backup. I think there was going to be a point where Jimmy would have been mm. brought in if Trey Lance wasn't getting it done. But, you know, th- this just does not bode well for the future. The Do- 49ers have a team that can be very good this year, that can contend for a Super Bowl, that could win a Super Bowl. But come next year, I don't know what they're going to do. And I don't think they know what they're going to do because they're not going to think about it. it- uh, until the season's over, or at least until much later into the current it, campaign. It feels very confusing for most Niner fans, uh, where it's like the team has had some unbelievable success, but then it feels like the whole reason why they brought this guy in was to fix the quarterback spot, and yet we have more questions <laughs> about the quarterback spot than ever before. Should he have an opportunity, let's just say hypothetically, to find another guy? Do you trust Kyle Shanahan this is six years. to get this right at quarterback? Six years, Mike? Well, and here's here's the challenge. He has always wanted, and I, I think back to 2011 after the lockout ended and he was the offensive coordinator in Washington working with his dad. Yeah. Rex Grossman was one of the candidates to be the starter, and Rex Grossman explained to reporters at the time, 
that he was confident he would win the job because he knows what Kyle Shanahan wants. He wants someone who is going to run the offense exactly the way he has designed it. Drop back the way that Kyle Shanahan has drawn it up, go through the reads the way that he wants. If you run it exactly the way that Shanahan wants it, you are regarded as the best choice for the job. Because basically he's on the sideline with a joystick controlling the quarterback, and the guy who does what he wants wins. And that has caused him, I think, to shy away from this new age quarterback who, when the play that's called doesn't work, can go out there and make something happen on his own, on the fly. Whether it's Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, even Aaron Rodgers, he's been doing that for years. Kyler Murray and his 20.8-second improvisation for (laughs) a two-point conversion. I don't think Shanahan wants guys like that. I don't think he wants anyone who's going to have the physical skills to thus have the temptation to say, I'm bailing on the play that Kyle Shanahan called, and I'm going to do my own thing. Mm. And that's where he needs to look in the mirror and really ask himself, has has the game evolved beyond my preferred Mm. vision of how a quarterback's going to run an offense. Very interesting. Mike Florio here on the Morning Roast on 95.7 Gabe. Real quick, do you think the Niners were in on Watson before all the allegations at Houston? Because it feels like they were in on a couple of those guys before they moved all those pieces to go get Trey Lance number three overall. I think that they were doing their due diligence. I never heard specifically that they were a suitor for Deshaun Watson. Remember, Watson had that no-trade clause, and he right. was able to hand-pick his team. And I think he was focused on Miami. So I just don't think it, it ever it ever got to that point. But but what's the timeline? The stuff started to come out about Watson, and then it was a week or two after that that they did the trade right. up to the the third overall pick in the draft. So you know who knows if if the stuff doesn't come out about Watson, do they eventually try to get in the hunt for for him? Look at it this way: again, three first round picks and a third round pick to get Trey Lance, not two first round picks. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Three, because every time you use a first-round pick, you are trading a first-round pick for the player. Mm -hmm. So it's three and a third. You could have gotten Deshaun Watson for that. Wow. And, And, you know, my typical approach is if I have proven commodity versus unproven commodity, for that kind of draft capital, yeah, yeah. I'll go with the proven commodity. Yeah. Now, now the the off field stuff obviously throws a wrench into it, but they should have been because Deshaun Watson is basically what what they see in Trey Lance potentially. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I'd be surprised if they weren't at least thinking about it, but but they wisely backed off after the off field stuff. Right. So before we let you go, and we do appreciate the time today, Mike. You always give us time. We we do. We are thankful for that. I want to follow up on what's going to happen in the off season. It's going to be year seven of Shanahan. How many? And and I'm with you. I don't think Shanahan should be on any hot seat. But I'm watching every single week this year, saying, "Hmm, how's it going to look?" Because it feels like he has to win more so than ever now. At least this year, and get to the divisional round with Jimmy Garoppolo with this roster. It's going to be year seven of Shanahan, and we still don't know who the quarterback is. I mean, how many coaches or GMs get that much leeway where they got to figure out the quarterback position? Every single year where you're not married to Garoppolo or whatnot. It's just totally bizarre to me, and it feels like Shanahan's not going anywhere anytime soon. I think the move before Shanahan would ever be on the hot seat would be to find a new general manager that Lynch would take the fall. Because Lynch is the guy who's working for Shanahan. It's easy to forget the circumstances that led to the hiring of John Lynch. Lynch got that job for one very important reason. Because Shanahan has final say over everything, they couldn't hire someone from someone else's front office. Their options were limited in what they could actually do. So they have to go outside the industry. Somebody who's currently available, Lynch was available because he was working in broadcasting. That's how he got in the door in the first place. So at some point, you know, usually it's the GM runs the show and the coach works for the GM and the GM gets to hire a couple of coaches before the GM's in trouble. Sometimes the GM gets one coach, sometimes like John Idzik with right. the Jets several years ago, he didn't even get a chance to hire a coach. He got fired with Rex Ryan before he could yeah. fire Rex Ryan and hire his own guy. But Shanahan, at some point, I think, before he would be on the hot seat, he gets a chance to go get a new general manager. Because, let, let me tell you, I don't know who the person is in the organization that keeps talking him out of whatever it is that he wants to do. A quarterback like he wanted Kirk Cousins, they talked him into Garoppolo. The thinking is he wanted Mac Jones, somebody talked him into Trey Lance. At some point, he's going to have enough ammunition that he can go to Jed York or Parag Marate or someone else and say, look, look, I, my instincts are right. Somebody keeps talking me out of what I want to do. we got to make some changes here. So what I want ultimately is what happens, and we don't have people who are trying to talk me into something else because every time they try to talk me into something else, it ends up not working. I, I see, Mike, and I, that, there's a lot of validity to that. That's my problem with Shanahan. If you got the final say, go get your guy. If Trey Lance wasn't your guy, why'd you draft him? But now we keep hearing, well, Trey Lance can't throw the ball. It's a little bit on Trey, no doubt about it. But it's also on Shanahan. He's our offensive guru, right? That's on Shanahan. This is a great example of why it's important in every organization to have strong leadership 
that welcomes dissenting views, but that doesn't yield to them, that can push back instead of saying, okay, fine, uh, you're right. I got, I got nothing to say in response to the argument you made that talked me out of what I wanted to do, even though as time goes by, it's obvious that the boss should have held firm. So, you know, I'd never really thought of it that way because I do think it's important to have voices in your organization that will push back tactfully against leadership. But leadership has to know when to listen and when to say, thank you for your input, but I'm still going to do what I wanted to do anyway. Thank you, Mike. Mike, that was great. Good stuff, Mike. A lot of great stuff. We really appreciate it. Good talking to you. Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. This is the pregame show. I am Joe Spadoni. Thank you for joining us right here on 95.7 The Game. Bonte and Shasky right around the corner. Morning roast. About T-minus 32 minutes. They'll be on. They'll have a lot to talk about today. Trey Lance. Out for the year. Welcome back, Jimmy Garoppolo. We got Broncos, Niners, Sunday Night Football. Can't wait. Something about that jingle, too. It's still the best. I think out of all the NBC, CBS, Fox, Amazon Prime, uh, NFL Network, that's easily the best. That's the best one. Here, I think I got it right here, too. Let's see. Oh. Oh. Doesn't this just get you going? 49er fans. That just gets it going, doesn't it? Easily the best lead-up music in football currently. But I'm looking around at the NFL standings. And if you want to weigh in here at 888-957-9570, that's 888-957-9570. That's the Comcast Business text line as well, so you can call or text at that number. we got some interesting matchups around the league this week. I'm just looking... On Willard and Dibs, we do a thing called Spread Formation Weekly, where we all pick every single game against the spread. So, we got a lot to get into. I was just making my picks in between those breaks, actually, with Mike Florio. Shout out, Mike. That was a great interview that Chasky and Bonte did. We got one game tonight, obviously. Brown's favored. It's minus four right now. I think that just jumped up in the last, literally, last 30 minutes. It was three and a half. Browns minus four at home against the Steelers tonight. Trubisky at Brissett. Like I said, the unsexiest football quarterback matchup of the year. Although Cooper Rush v. Danny Jones, uh, not much better on Monday Night Football. But hey, it's the Cowboys-Giants. We'll all be turning in. I'm sure it'll get 25 million viewers just for the teams alone. I like the Browns tonight. It's cold, windy. Brissett, I trust more than Trubisky. Chubb and Hunt, I trust more than Najee. Najee Harris has been struggling. He's been struggling a little bit. In fantasy, obviously on the field, they ask a lot of that guy. And obviously we love the Bay Area native out of Antioch. But they've been struggling. I really like the Browns tonight at home after a really disappointing loss to the New York Jets last week. Joe Flacco, you can't, can't stop Joey Flacco. We all know that. Can't stop Joey Flacco. Niners fans, you know that. We all know that. He is... <laughs> he was elite. Elite hair, anyways. Got hair envy. Shout out, Guru. 
Then we got a battle of 0-2 teams that were both in the playoffs last year. The Raiders and Titans, man, feels like a must-win or you're not making the playoffs kind of game. If you fall to 0-3, especially in the AFC, where you got the Bills, you got the Dolphins right now, the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Ravens, it's going to be really, really tough to overcome that. Obviously, first year head coach with the Raiders, Josh McDaniels. They blew that big lead against the Cardinals last week. Worst loss of my life as a Raider fan. Don't want to talk about it. I've moved on, gone to therapy. We're good. Titans under variable. Man, always a consistent unit. Derrick Henry not getting it done. Ryan Tannehill, that offensive line looks horrible. They just got lit up on Monday Night Football, that doubleheader in Buffalo. They got absolutely destroyed by Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. So that's an interesting matchup to see. And I think, other than the Bucks and the Packers, we'll get to that in a sec, I think the game of the week, honestly, is the Dolphins and Bills. This is going to be a fascinating matchup. Because going into the season, we didn't know what to make of this team. Mike McDaniel has things rolling down in South Beach. And it's going to be fascinating to see this 49ers season, how much they end up missing Mike McDaniel, because I think they will. This guy, with this speed on this offense, it's unreal. Absolutely unreal. Tua looked like Dan Marino last week. He had six touchdowns? Six? Unreal. Unreal. I think that's one shy of the record. I was at the record, by the way. The one that tied it anyways. Nick Foles, seven touchdowns at the Coliseum. That was... Oh, man. That was the Terrell Pryor season, I think, too. One of them. Brutal. But that's going to be the game of the week, I think. Dolphins, Bills, in Miami. Dolphins, six-point home dogs. Wow! That is a lot of points after what I just saw. Maybe it's a letdown game after an emotional comeback victory, but this is a divisional matchup. I think Mike McDaniel will have these boys ready. I love the Dolphins plus six this week. Love it. I, lo- I might love them to outright win at plus 210. So that's an interesting game. Then obviously the one on the early Sunday slate, I should say late afternoon, was the Bucks hosting Mr. Ayahuasca Aaron Rodgers. That would be a fun matchup. Tom doesn't have anyone to throw to, so I don't know how he's going to win this game. That Packers defense is ferocious, but so is that Saints defense, and Tom never beat him in the regular season, so we'll see what happens. They just signed Cole uh, Cole Beasley, I should say. Feels like Beasley's been in the league for 20 years at this point. We'll see if that helps at all. No Mike Evans, obviously. He appealed his suspension when he got in his, what, third or fourth altercation with Marshawn Lattimore. So he's out for this week. Don't have a lot of weapons. When's Gronk coming back? Come on. Get this guy out of retirement. He's still got some left in the tank. My fantasy team can use him too. Hawkinson not getting it done in Detroit. So a lot of fun games on the slate. Leading up to Sunday Night Football, the Niners at the Denver Broncos. We'll have all the coverage right here on 95.7 The Game. Starting with the pregame show, with Low Neal, and... Larry Kruger, they'll get you fired up. And then, obviously, we have overtime, Allen Styles, Kyle Madsen, and then it's Sunday Night Football. So you get up next morning, I'll be here bright and early, breaking down this game, which I think is going to be a huge blowout for the 49ers. Been saying it all week. Love the Niners. 
love their over, whatever it is, hammer the over. I think they're just going to they're, they're going to put on an offensive clinic this week. Jimmy Garoppolo, I think, is going to have a pretty good game too. Pretty good for Jimmy Garoppolo. Two hundred yards, two touchdowns, no picks, maybe some close picks, but I think they'll be fine. I just I'm not sold on the Broncos. They've looked awful. They've been one of the more underwhelming teams. Hackett looks in over his head, and just by the coaching matchup alone, I talked about it yesterday. If you're just going, by, just take the players out of it. Sometimes it's easier. Just look at the coaching matchup. Kyle Shanahan against Nate Hackett. Come on, that's not a fair fight. And I know we've been ripping Kyle a lot this week for his decisions to run Trey Lance that many times and whatnot. But as an X's and O's guy, offensive mind, one of the best in the business. In two games in, Hackett looks like he just is in over his head. He just does. I don't see it. You got Russell West. Uh, Russell Westbrook. Uh, don't get me started on the Lakers. Russell Wilson just doesn't look like he knows what he's doing with Hackett. He doesn't look like he trusts him. Going into this, that was supposed to be his whole thing, right? A partnership. That's what he was looking for. Not a coach. A partnership. Well, it's not looking good so far up in Mile High. But. We'll have a lot to break down all weekend leading up to Sunday Night Football at the Broncos and the Raiders. we got one more segment coming up for you right here on the pregame show. I am Joe Spadoni. Again, if you want to weigh in, 888 You can call. You can text in at the Comcast Business Text Line. Same number, 888-957-9570. This is the pregame show. I am Joe Spadoni right here on 95.7 The Game. Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. This is the pregame show. I am Joe Spadoni. Thank you for joining me on this beautiful Thursday morning, for just getting off your graveyard shift, for getting in your car, heading to work, if you're on the Odyssey app, around the world, around the nation, maybe you're going to school early. Thanks for joining us. Keep it locked right here. Bonte and Shasky are going to be on oh, in about T-minus 13 minutes and 45 seconds. They'll have a lot to get into. Not just 49ers. It'll be a lot of 49ers, trust me. They're getting, they're hunting some giant stuff, too. I guess Logan Webb was pulled after 66 pitches yesterday, which I think was the right move. I think they think it was the right move. Some people don't. Some people want to see him pitch, I guess, for some reason, even though the Giants have nothing to play for still. But, hey, we're not talking Giants right here right now. We're talking some 49ers. And Kyle Juszczyk, the juice, Harvard grad, Best fullback in the league. He was on with Damon and Rado yesterday. He had a lot of thoughts on some of what the fans thought. And I want to play some of that sound and react to it for you right here, right now. We're 95.7 The Game. And obviously, if you guys want to weigh in at 888-957-9570, Comcast Business Text Line as well, 888-957-9570, weigh in. Where is Nice Guy at the 510? Oh, it's gone. It's gone. I know, it hurts. You can still check him out at the uh, Black Hole Sunday pod, though. We got a new one recording today, Stephen and I. Tough loss. Looking ahead to Tennessee. For the 408, check that. Check that. 406 on the Comcast Business X line. 
Are you worried Russ will do his thing like he always does against SF? Romulus. Well, Romulus. Russell Wilson had Pete Carroll, who is a far superior coach to Nate Hackett. Far superior. Pete Carroll, borderline Hall of Fame coach. Really good. I know we hate him here at the Bay. Gum chewing, all that. He's been around forever, it seems like. Bay Area guy. He is one of us. But, let's not get it twisted. This guy was a baller at SC. Kind of faded out early in the NFL. Went to SC. Reinvigorated himself. Went to Seattle. And just kept having success. He's a hell of a coach. I know Shasky's going to kill me because I'm gassing up Pete Carroll right now. But that's alright. He was just looking at me like, what the hell are you doing? But even he'll admit, he's a borderline Hall of Fame coach. Way better than Nate Hackett. And I think we're going to look at this season and realize what Russ left behind in Seattle. Maybe he didn't make the right move. For himself, maybe he did, and his brand. But this isn't the same Russ. I just, I, I'm not buying it. The weapons around him, the uncertainty at head coach. I, I just think this has the recipe for a disaster this Sunday night in Denver. They were booing him last week. They were booing him. They had the fans chanting down the the play clock because they kept having delay of game issues. It was an embarrassment. It was an absolute embarrassment. From the 925 Raiders fan checking in, I'd rather have Davis Mills over Derek Carr. Let's relax. Let's relax. He wasn't the reason they lost last week against the Cardinals. Davis Mills, not bad, though. Not bad. Not bad. For the 510 on the Comcast Business Text Line, history tells us Jimmy G is going to get hurt. Then what? Brock Purdy? I said it yesterday. I've been saying that. 49er fans, if you think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to stay healthy all year, you're fooling yourselves. He's not. We all know it. He will get hurt. It's his history. It's shown. He will get hurt. Brian Baldinger was on this week with the Morning Rose. He talked about it. It's a trend under Kyle Shanahan. Some of these players, they're just, they're just injury prone. Until he can play a full season not, not getting hurt, which has happened once in Garoppolo's career, whether it's New England, whether it's here, he gets hurt. That's what happens, unfortunately. I don't wish injury on anyone. I hope he doesn't. Because I like Jimmy. I root for Jimmy. He's a nice guy. Everyone likes Jimmy Garoppolo. No one hates Jimmy. But... I would put the over, uh, if you were to tell me the over is set at one and a half on Brock Purdy starts, mm, man, I really want to take the over. Definitely one game, and he might play in two. From the five one zero, so we don't know what Trey is after four games, but we know who Hackett is after two. Denver about to beat that you know what okay all I know is Hackett has looked way more in over his head than Trey Lance did it's a totally different a quarterback and a coach two different things stop Nate Hackett looked shook on that Monday night football game I haven't seen Trey Lance look shook at all in his NFL career stop it he's always been poised always been a leader out there Hackett didn't know what he was doing he looked for help his Hall of Fame quarterback couldn't help him. I know that. He couldn't call a timeout. 
That's all. I'm just saying. It, the return on investment so far, if you're a Denver Bronco fan, you're, they're worried. They're worried out there, 5 I can tell you that much. They don't know if they have the right guy. They traded a lot for Russell Wilson. They brought in Nate Hackett, a rookie head coach. Rookies all over the place. Offensive coordinator, defensive all over that, all over that building. And that's a scary thing if you bring in a Hall of Famer and you expect to win now in a division where Patrick Holmes isn't going anywhere. Justin Herbert's not going anywhere. Like, those are the, those are the teams you're going to have to be playing with the next decade. And trust me, I'm a Raiders fan. I know. It's not going to be fun. So I'm just saying, Denver, I'm not sold on them at all. I'm not sold. Maybe I'm sleeping on Russell Wilson factor. Maybe he shows out on the bright lights, but he didn't Monday night. And Sunday night football is going to be wild. Keep it locked here on 95.7 The Game, obviously. We'll have all the coverage on Sunday for you leading up to that game. We'll have the pregame show with Lorenzo Neal, our very own Lolo, Larry Kruger. Then after, we got overtime, Alan Stiles, Kyle Madsen. And then right the next day, the next morning, 5 a.m., I'll be right here with you breaking it down. We got Bontane Shasky breaking it down. So we'll have it all right here on 95.7 The Game. But like I said earlier, Kyle Juszczyk, the fullback, Harvard zone, smart guy, knows what he's doing. He was on with Damon and Rado yesterday, and he didn't agree with the fans losing trust in Shanahan. No, absolutely not. We don't feel that way. Um, And honestly, it's it's a little confusing for me to even comprehend why fans do feel that way, considering I think Kyle, he deserves that trust, and he's he's built that reputation to to have that trust and you know he's had so much success in the decisions that he has made here that um i think he's built that credit i agree i don't think i don't think fans are quote-unquote losing trust i think they're just more annoyed with kyle shanahan i think annoyance is the right word the arrogance he's shown impressors guy looks disheveled by the way you know you see those picks before and after a presidency or before or after becoming a head coach is very similar with this amount of stress. Guy looks worn down. It's amazing what the NFL can do to a person. There's just nothing like it. The stress, the pressure to win, win, win. There's only 17 of these games. I almost said 16. It's still kind of weird to say 17. 17 of these games. Everyone, it's, it feels like a must win. That's just why there's nothing like the NFL. It always feels like a must win. Juszczyk went on to talk about math. By the way, Kyle Juszczyk, math major, alert at Harvard. Kind of a big deal. I was a math major at Harvard, okay? So I'm going to drop some math on you. When you flip a coin, 50% is going to be heads or tails. When you flip it again, 50% is going to be heads or tails. That never changes. No matter, how, no matter how many times you flip that coin, you get tails 10 times in a row. That 11th flip, it's still 50-50. So what I'm trying to get at with in correlating this to Trey... He broke his ankle. That's a fluke injury. That's not something that comes from wear and tear. That doesn't come from, a man, I've ran the ball five times this game. My ankle's getting weak. It's going to snap on the sixth run. It's, that's not how it works. Maybe I could understand an argument if, you know, he separated his shoulder or he did something that had resulted from repetitive wear and tear, from continually getting hit. But this wasn't that. This was a freak thing on... on his ankle and so i think yeah he's asked to run you know some run plays but i think that was a strength of his and it was a strength of our teams and that really puts defenses in a bind 
if it was a freak thing, then why was no one surprised when he got hurt? Like, that's what I don't understand. Like, were we all shocked that Trey Lance got hurt in that game after the amount of times he was running? That's just the problem I have with this. Like, you're playing with fire every time you ran him out there. That was the thing for me. And maybe Juszczyk's right. Maybe it wasn't his shoulder. Repeated. But sooner or later, it was going to be a separated shoulder or a concussion. Like, that's the thing. Sooner or later, it was going to be that. And that's just what's frustrating for fans. Here's more from Juszczyk. He may have been on that pace to be you know, more than all these guys in history. But I don't think that was going to continue. I think maybe that eventually was going to set up a lot of things for our offense. So it's just like anything, you know, when you're trying to set up play action, you're running the ball a lot down, you know, downhill. I'm leading up on linebackers. We're not going to continue to do that forever. Eventually, we're going to build things off of that. And I think that's what we were doing with Trey. Kept saying the word eventually we were going to do that. When? Why not now? Why not just let the guy throw? Let the kid work like... Jazz Chisholm said this in baseball, and I brought this up yesterday. How is he supposed to get better against left-handed pitchers if he never sees them? How is Trey supposed to get better in the pocket if he's never going to throw the ball? Like, that's the thing for me. And if we all agreed this year you were going to take some lumps, you were going to lose some games that maybe you would have won Jimmy Garoppolo starting, then what's the big deal with letting the kid fail a little bit? You have to fail before you succeed in this league. That's how it works. That's how it worked with Herbert. It's how it worked with a lot of quarterbacks around the league. I was going to say Patrick Mahomes, but he had instant success, and that would have been a good cop. But just let the kid fail. That's all I think what fans were looking for. That's what I was looking for anyways. Just let him make mistakes in the pocket, work through some things, and he would have gotten better. But anyways, my time's running out here. Got a minute left. Appreciate you guys hanging out with me. We got Bonte and Shasky. Coming up on the other side. They're going to have an awful lot to get into here. They're jacked up for this Broncos-Niners games on Sunday Night Football. I am too. It's just fascinating. Just so fascinating. This Jimmy Garoppolo conversation. It's just it's just sports talk radio gold. It's never going to go away. They got some thoughts on the Giants too. Logan Webb only pitched 66. Uh, had 66 pitches yesterday. Some people didn't like that. I guess. Some people. I don't know who. Not going to name names. But some people want him to throw 100 pitches, I guess. So, they'll get into that. They have an awful lot to get into. As always, 888-957-9570, the Comcast Business Text Line, and the phone line. If you want to get into it, weigh in with them. they got an awful lot coming up here. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.